and welcome to episode 14 of the Tales of Crisis with myself, your host, Martin Swaffield, and our now returning regular co-host, Mr. James Chalmers. Chalmers, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Excellent. Been busy with Marvel? I have. I've been uh, painting like a madman. Like, for no reason, I just, for so, it seems to be the only system that I can actually paint without, like, a deadline, if you know what I mean. Like, in AOS, I always just only painted when I had a tournament coming up. But with Marvel, it just seems to be I can just pick up a model at night and just, oh, I'll just paint that one up tonight. So. And that's the beauty of it. Uh, I said this from the start, for me, the, the, the fact that you can spend a couple of hours or a week or however much time you want to on just one model, and you can put that model down... And then you can just throw away all your paint recipes and just go to the next one and do something completely different. And it works. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm now, I've got nine, 19 models to do until the whole collection is painted. So I think I said last episode my plan was to get it done by the end of March. So we're, we're definitely on a on course to get that done. Well, that will be an impressive sight. We'll need a, a full picture once you, you get to that point. Oh, definitely. I'm going to... Uh, Get my mats out and get them all out on a on the table and see what they look like. I must admit, having said that, I like to have a completely fresh palette each time. I'm looking across at my iron fist and I have um, ended up painting in a theme, shall we say, of, of some of my uh, midnight suns. So I, I, it's not quite a, a colour scheme completely, but th- there's definitely a theme and certain colours are, are reappearing quite a lot. Um, so I'll. I'll do that for my midnight suns but i'll, I'll be back onto the uh, true colors uh, for everything else yeah that, i think you can kind of tie in certain rosters like that i mean x-men's the kind of biggest example of like blue and yellow which i've slowly been working through but painting yellow is like pulling teeth so i kind of have to get a palette cleanser after every one or two yeah. models for them but uh no your midnight suns are looking great with like the purple kind of accents everywhere it's uh it definitely kind of brings them all together yeah um it was it was just I, I did it on i think it was blade i did the first purple and i said oh that looks all right and then i did voodoo and i was thinking what color to do the the mist there and i thought well purple will do and i put them next to each other and i was like oh so they've both got purple black and red hmm with the white hmm and then i started painting uh dr strange and i was like yeah there's a theme coming here <laughs> <laughs> So and they all look like they work. Iron Fist is the one where I've kind of gone a bit off piste and again followed the same kind of colours and he looks totally different to the normal one. Um, but I'm happy with them and uh, they'll all fit together. I do think I need a redo Ghost Rider uh, or at least buy a new Ghost Rider to um, have purple flames instead of the classic uh, normal coloured flames that I've got in my current one. Yes. Well, if you can find a 3D print, I'm sure uh, my printer can print it off for you. So. Have that could be an option. Get a 3D print one, yeah. Paying another 40 quid or whatever it is for. Yeah, I don't mind. I know a couple of people wanted the um, Demons Downtown card and tokens, so. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Might, might just do that. So, other than painting, we have actually been playing, haven't we? We have. It's uh, We went to an event on Saturday. Yes, Saturday just gone, which was the 12th, um, down at the regular uh, monthly events for the Bearded Card Trader. And we had 14 
which I think is the most we've had down there for those monthly events. Um, we, we thought we were going to hit 16, but I think we, we ended up with one pullout, which meant that JP couldn't play, which brought us from 16 back down to, to 14. But overall, great to see the crowd is growing, and this is without, without some of the regulars who couldn't make it and without the Scottish lot coming down. It so seems to be a reoccurring thing for the event. Is <laughs> we hit that number, and yet it's <laughs> not always... It's not the same people that turn no. up. Like, if we can get everyone who's been to the events to turn up to one, we could probably hit 20 or 22 or 24. But Absolutely. There, there were there were quite a few regulars missing. And like I say, the few from Scotland that normally come down weren't there. So we will hit it at some point. Unfortunately, the next month uh, we are all, including yourself now, mm-hmm. um, going to be in Element Games. Springing the, into Marvel. Springing into Marvel 2 day. So we'll, we'll not be at the next one, but hopefully the one after that we can all collate and, and get a, a good crowd. But still, 14 was good. Nice, relaxed atmosphere as always. Um, really well run by JP. So I highly recommend it to anybody. And we had some people travelling from Leeds. Oh, like I say, we've had people travelling down from Scotland. So it's starting to grow from more than just Newcastle, Sunderland, Durham area. Yeah. And starting to grow a little bit further afield, which is great to see. So, round one, uh, who was your opponent? So, I was playing Ant Paul, who has been a part of our kind of MCP chat for, what, two years now? No, year and a half. No, we haven't been going two years. Um, He's been there a long time. Let's put it like that. And he's he's been on the show and he's been down to a couple of events with me in the past. Yeah, so I actually have never met him. And it, it's something that I kind of said on the, I think it was the Friday night or the Saturday morning. I was like, out of like the amount of time that we've been chatting, I've never actually met you. So uh, yeah, it was nice kind of rocking up on straight away on game one. And I was playing Ant, so. Um, yeah, I was shocked when you said you hadn't actually played him before. And I was like, really? Oh, you hadn't met him before? I was like, really? Um... But yeah, it is, it's strange how you get to know people and you just assume everybody's met everybody. But yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, we we could have like had a bit of a chat and then rock straight into the game. So I took a bit of a well, I didn't know what I was going to take until Friday night. I think it was when I finally decided I was going to take Avengers affiliation. I've never really played, but there's obviously a lot of characters that you can take and lots of kind of fun things that you can do with them and that. So I took both Captain America, so obviously Sam and Steve, uh, Winter Soldier, Hulk, Voodoo, Iron Man, uh, Miss Marvel. I also took Juggernaut and Gambit. I mean, Gambit was obviously going to be in there. Um, Juggernaut I kind of had a plan for, but it, I, spoilers, only used him in one game, and that was it. And I'm trying to think who else they took. Luke Cage. I think there's somebody else, and I'm trying to think who it is now. Hulk. So, yeah, I, I kind of mainly had affiliated um, characters. <laughs> I think everyone who I played questioned why Voodoo was in there. I was like, he's an Avenger? I was like, is he? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 even I was surprised by that. On the, I think it was a Friday night you mentioned that, and I was like, really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I put him in affiliation because I'm nice and narrative. Ignore Juggernaut, that's just a... Yeah, it's <laughs> just a one-off. Um, and then my cards I had, Avengers Assembled, Brace for Impact, Ricochet Blast, Med Pack, tech, uh, Tactical Analysis, Climbing Gear, Extreme Conditioning, 
Do you know who I am? Gamma Launch and Heroes for Hire. So I had a lot of kind of movement cards in there, just because obviously I had Hulk and Juggernaut in my list. I just wanted to make sure that they could get around if they were getting pushed and thrown, etc. Um, I didn't take Helios, only because I kind of prefer Ricochet Blast for some reason. Like, I think Helios is kind of... You need a lot of power to make it worthwhile. Yeah, and if you've got the likes of Hulk or Juggernaut, you can kind of deal with a, a big threat across the table. Yeah. I think Helios is more for people that like to run wide. Helios, like, it's a power reach for Captain America, Iron Man. Uh, you measure from Captain America, so you can, like, it's a four range. Iron Man has to be within four of Captain America, so you can kind of spread across the board and yeah. st- still hit each other, and you're re-rolling all the attacks. So It's still it's not a bad card, but like I say, Helios is more for where you've, you, you've gone wide with lots of twos and three threats, and then you, you come up against something like Hulk and you to be you able to take it go, out. And yeah, and that, and that works well, but for you, if you've got those bigger characters, it's less of a... Yeah. Um, and then for my actual missions, I want to kind of take some of the cards that I've never played before. Um, I mean, I took Fear Grips, but it feels like I always play Fear Grips. Like, if it's not me, it's someone else. That's... Yeah, it's a very popular one. Um, I mean, it's an easy, like, mission. Pick up a hammer, you get extra attacks. It's not kind of that hard to play around. Um, but, like, Herbs I've never played, so I put that in my list. Um, I had a kind of play with launching Juggernaut and doing movement shenanigans and kind of getting across the board. Didn't really come out. Didn't get to do it. Uh, Research Station, never played that. So I took that. Um, And then for my secures, I took uh, Gamma Wave, which again, kind of close down the middle. Never really played. I think we played a couple of times on TTS when it first started, but bar that, I've never really played it. Uh, Mutant Madman. So that's the one with the traps, and if you control more of them, um, like characters suffer damage and gain power. And then Superpowered Scoundrels, which is the new one from uh, the Rogue and Gambit box set, I think it comes in. It's one of the new X-Men boxes. Yeah, I think it was that one. Um, natural Bites, you get cover if you're being attacked and by characters that don't uh, hold the objective. So some like new missions, like I said, I kind of like when, when we do the daily... Uh, not daily, the monthly events like that. It's always nice to just try new cards and see what it's like before you go to a two-dayer. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because if something kind of crops up that you've never played before, it's like it's sometimes a bit hard to kind of react and work out how to play them. So, yeah, I had a kind of mix mix of cards um, and a mix of threat values as well. So it was kind of nice to kind of have a few different options on what I wanted to do. Um so yeah, I was playing Ant and in game one, and he had Convocation, um, and we actually picked Research Station and Gamma Waves. So it was literally straight down the middle, um, e e deployment for the objectives. Um, so I went Captain America, Steve, Hulk, Juggernaut because he picked fifteen frat. I was like, well, if I can get a couple of hit big hitters on it, and we're quite close together. It could be quite a like, strong one for me. He chose Strange, Voodoo, Mordo, and Magic. So uh, he had a couple of, like, well, he obviously had Voodoo, who has got the shenanigans for objectives. Um, Strange, which is still quite strong. Um, that was the Sorcerer Supreme, Supreme, wasn't it? Version, I was going to yes. say, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Mordo was basically his backfield objective holder. Um, still pretty solid with his attacks, and once he built up a bit of power, he could then um, drop down the attacks that kind of give you poison and incinerate and things like that. So, uh, and Magic's obviously got the kind of um, teleporting, so she can kind of teleport. Depending on how much power that you pay, you can move that that far up to range three. So, even if you throw her away, she can, she's kind of got the power to then jump back and get back into the fray. Um, <laughs> this game, it, it could have gone a lot different if I could roll any dice. And I know people say you can't blame dice. It was one of them. We were counting, I got up to 42 attack dice and did two damage. And it's not, not impressive, that. No, and I didn't roll a single wild in that as well. So I had lots of, like, with Hulk and Juggernaut of, like, the throws, the pushes... Uh, yeah. things like that on wild couldn't roll a single wild so uh, it was just I was just moving up and I was like right know what I'm going to do I'm going to like Juggernaut's moved he's got an 8 dice attack and I was just rolling all blanks and skulls and nothing and you're like cool <laughs> and then the time that you were hitting like Ant was then rolling like a couple of saves and making the saves that I'd actually managed to get through so it was a very not non-game, but it was just one of them where couldn't do anything. Like, literally yeah. couldn't do anything. Um, Strange was kind of displacing um, Hulk quite a bit, uh, throwing him, like, not throwing him, uh, placing him, like, three away from me, from whereabouts he started. So that's why I kind of had all them, all those movement cards. But even then, like, I didn't have the power to do it, like, to get back into position because I just wasn't getting any of my attacks through. Um so yeah, it was very much a like I said a non-game. It was a twenty-two-nine loss, <laughs> which was um yeah yeah. They said that about the better. Well, it, it's a crisis combination as well that really does punish you if you're behind because you know with the research station and being where it is and gamma, if you get on that back objective, you know you can quickly run away with it in that kind of crisis combination. It wasn't even like um, the research station, like being down near my objective. Like uh, we were kind of holding it in the middle a bit. It was just for the first couple of missions, uh, for the first couple of turns, I just couldn't get rid of them. So they were kind of sat there, and then Voodoo kind of moved all the way onto my home objective and made Steve like not score yeah. with possession. So then I've got two characters that, like I said, Hulk then just got pushed out of the game, and Juggernaut's just stood there like a lemon doing absolutely nothing. So. Um, yeah, that was the only time I used Juggernaut all day, and I'm probably not going to use him again. And <laughs> I, I know it's not the kind of you can't really you can't really judge it on one game, but it was just one of them where it's like, oh god, he even went in to do a spender, and I think I got him up to like what was it, ten dice or whatever it was, and didn't do a single point of damage. And it was like, yeah, okay, it, it was one of them where it's like, right, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Let's just write it off and then see what happens in game two. Um, thinking about, I mean, 15 threat, I could have easily gone kind of Sam Spam or, or a version of it with Iron Man, Miss Marvel, Captain America, Sam, um, Winter Soldier. So that would have given me like five wide. Um, if, you, if you can't roll the dice, it doesn't matter what you, yeah. <laughs> you pick at the end of the day. You know, I don't think you've got a particularly bad squad on Gamma Research Station with those three. There's, there's plenty in 
Hulk and um, Juggernaut to to be displacing them, to be dazing them, KOing them, getting on top. So, as you say, if you can't roll the dice, you can't roll the dice. There's not much you can do about yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, that was my game one. What about you? Um, so, uh, for the overall roster, I had... Uh, so, I was going Midnight Suns again. So, Black Cat, Blade, Bullseye, Doctor Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight... Loki without a gem, Doctor Strange normal without a gem, Iron Fist and Mystique. And my tactics cards were Bats, Blind Obsession, Highway to Hell, Metapack, Siege, Deal with the Devil, Indomitable, Field Dressing, Heroes for Hire and Seven Sons of Cinnabis. Um, my secures were Demons Downtown, Mutant Mad Men and Portals and Extracts, Alien Ship, Fear Crypts, Worthy and Scrolls. Now, very similar crisis and extracts that I ran previously, um, as much as anything, because I forgot to update them, and that was what was in the box. But I, the more I play them, the more I think that actually they work quite well for Midnight Suns. One of the things I'm finding with Midnight Suns is a lot of their main characters have got excellent power generation. So pay the flips, they actually do quite well on. Um, and demons, obviously, with uh, Ghost Rider and Voodoo being immune to incinerate, it's, it's, it's a really good one. And then the extracts with both uh, Black Cat and Doctor Voodoo, those single extract extracts as such are, are just great. And then, as similar to you, Fear Grips, Hammers, it's it's always a good fun one. Um, you know, everybody getting a hammer and throwing it around is is always good fun. Yeah, you're always going to wear. Smash some uh, characters in and <laughs> enjoy rolling extra dice, which is always a benefit. Yeah, um, so somewhat similar to you, I was uh, playing somebody who I'd spoken to multiple times on the interwebs, um, but never actually met in person, and that was Andy P, who had been on the Northeast MCP Messenger Group, I think that's the best way to call it, um, and had been on there a fair bit, and we'd been on there for a while, um, but never met him in person. Um, and he was running X-Men. So I won priority and I think it's hard to tell because both of them are what I have. Um, but basically we ended up with Hammers and Mutant Madman and we went with 18. I had Iron Fist, Blade, Ghost Rider, Black Cat, Moon Knight with, uh, Siege, Bats, Field Dressing, Heroes for Hire and Medpack. Andy was running um, Cyclops, Colossus, Scarlet Witch, and Jean Grey. And his team tactics cards were uh, No More Mutants, uh, X-Men First Class, Mental Domination, Jean, and to me, my X-Men. So we, it was quite good because we were playing on a theme park themed board. Best way to describe it. Um, and obviously, Mutant Mad Men Crisis is around the traps in the Mutant Mad Men turns theme park into whatever it is. Um, so it was quite thematic from that perspective. Round one, Iron Fist and Blade were on the left, Ghost Rider Center, Moon Knight Black Cat on my right. Um, but unfortunately, Blade and Iron Fist were opposite uh, Colossus. And I realized that that was probably not a good idea because Colossus was immune to bleed. <laughs> Cyclops was centre-left as such, and obviously he's the only one with the energy attacks. 
So Blade very quickly moved out of there. Iron Fist was more or less left by himself. Um, so Iron Fist went up, got a hammer, Blade flipped the trap on the left. Ghost Rider got on my centre hammer and went left um, because I was thinking he could f- switch with Blade. Black Cat went to the centre because, again, I wasn't really sure where to go with her. Moon Knight flipped the right trap and then managed to do four damage on Scarlet Witch with uh, his Throne Glaives, which was a nice surprise. Um, Andy, Scarlet Witch and Cyclops both had hammers. And I I was talking to Andy about it at the time, actually. I was like, at that point, I was thinking of just doing a refused flank and just leaving Moon Knight by himself and just chucking everybody onto the other flank. You'll find out that didn't quite work. <laughs> um, so we finished four all, end of round one. Uh, round two, Scarlet Witch dazed Moon Knight. Unsurprisingly, Colossus dazed Ghost Rider, which I was quite surprised by. Um, and Iron Fist was left to flip the left trap. By the end of round two, um, I had three characters dazed. But I managed to get um, some of the traps. So I actually went up 9-7. But at this point, I was quite concerned because three of my characters had been dazed. I'd lost a couple of hammers. I really wasn't expecting to do particularly well. Round three, I managed to play the Siege card, which helped. Um, Blade dazed Scarlet Witch on the right and stole her hammer. Ghost Rider then came from the left across to the right and dazed Jean. Um, and so my... Refused flank on the right ended up being actually my main flank and Iron Fist was left by himself on the left. He had enough power at that point, I think, to um, do the Iron Fist on, I think it was Colossus, which basically held him where he was um, and I managed to daze Cyclops. So end of that round, it was 59 to me. Round four, um, I think, managed he managed to KO Blade and Moon Knight. So I was starting to lose characters quite quickly. Um, but then Iron Fist managed to daze Colossus and pick up one of his two hammers. I couldn't pick up all of them because I didn't have enough power. Uh, and I flipped another trap. Uh, essentially, the game ended 21-11 to me. I think Andy failed a couple of trap flips, and I think he forgot a couple of times. He, he went, did something with somebody, um, and then later realized that he probably should have flipped the trap with them and moved on to it. Um, but overall a really good game great to meet Andy in person um, really enjoyed playing against him um, always good to play against X-Men so I managed to pull a victory out of that one but yeah I, at one point I was a little bit concerned because as I say I, I ended up with three dazed and then uh, I lost two near the end um, but it, it was playing the scenario as opposed to just killing people that managed to pull the win out for me yeah, sometimes just uh, like you said, ignoring actually people and just trying to score was uh is always m- much better than uh <laughs> just trying to actually go and fight everyone. Yeah, and I wasn't necessarily ignoring people. It was just more that I um just wasn't able to do much the damage that I wanted. I, th- I had that one swing turn where I managed to daze a few and and get enough there. Um, and like I say, from that, I think Andy just didn't quite recover. Yeah, excellent. We stopped them for lunch mm-hmm. um, and had a, a nice little chat with everybody. Um, it became quickly apparent that we would need four rounds at this point. So before that, we were 
coming and hiring as to whether we'd get three or four rounds in, but I think at that point we realised we probably would need the fourth round. Um, so we had a, a slightly shorter lunch, and we were back on it for round two. So who did you have for round two? Uh, so I was playing Sean Asquith, um, who had X-Force, um, and he chose... Uh, he Sorry, I got priority, um, and he basically chose sword is his mission and i chose research station or or i drew research station again so i was playing research station for a second time um like in two games um he picked 16 for it thankfully i was worried he was going to pick 14 um and i didn't really you kept on kind of going why haven't you got two in your list i said oh i don't need twos and then when i was looking at my roster i was like I'm going to struggle to get 14 out of my roster. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was saying that you needed two before I realised you'd taken sword base. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he picked um, 16, thankfully. So I was like, oh, that's okay. Um, so I took, after realising that Steve, Hulk and Juggernaut wasn't the way, I went with Sam, Gambit, Winter Soldier, Iron Man and Voodoo. So um, basically just chose a load of characters I hadn't used in the previous game. Um, he chose Cable, Domino, Deadpool, X-23, and Honey Badger. So, kind of very X-Force-centric, a uh, couple of X-Men in there. Um, he had basically put uh, Deadpool, X-23, and Honey Badger kind of on one side. He put Cable Bang in the middle, and then put Domino on her own on one side. Um, so I put Iron Man just on his own on one side, Gambit on one side, and then I put uh, Sam, Winter Soldier, and Voodoo all in the middle. So I thought, well, if I can try and control the middle and the research station, and then one of my characters on one side can control that objective, then it means that I can kind of outscore him quite quickly. Um, yeah. Obviously with Sword, you're scoring three VPs a turn. Research station, you're getting two, so it's kind of a very quick scoring game. Um, and that's kind of what happened. Like, Gambit went up, controlled one objective. Um, he moved Deadpool up to the opposite side and controlled that objective. Iron Man went up and I essentially tried to do Repulsive Blast into him um, and just try and get the push off, which I didn't get, and then failed to flip it. Um, just by actually interacting with it. Um, I quite like that this one is literally just a hit critter or wild and you suddenly control it. It's not you having to roll against energy defense and beat how many characters are there, etc. It's just a nice roll of the dice, see what happens. And again, Sword I've never played as well, so I was playing another mission which I've never played, which is nice, good to play. Um, and see, it... I'm not I'm not a big fan of Sword, as we'll find out later on, right. but um, for, the, for the exact reason that you... Like it, I don't like it, but we'll, we'll cover that later. <laughs> um, and then it kind of came down to the middle. So um, he moved Domino up to the uh, one of the sides where Gambit was holding the objective, and instead of moving up to try and take the objective, he tried to just shoot into her, uh, shoot into him. Sorry, um, and she did like two points of damage and gave me incinerate, but. Because she'd moved an attack, she wasn't anywhere near the objective. So it kind of knew that... I knew that I, I needed to get the middle objective. And I had three characters ready to kind of push onto it. 
Um, he moved Honey Badger up, but obviously she can't score. Um, I kind of tentatively moved up um, uh, Voodoo just a little bit. I don't want to move right up front because I was very cautious of um, Cable's range five. Um, and then he moved Cable up and took a couple of pot shots at Voodoo. Like, I left him a little bit in range. It actually meant that he didn't do anything, but it meant that then Winter Soldier could move up, and Winter Soldier is my MVP, and he's in my list for everything now. He's so good. (laughs) So I played um, uh, Tactical Analysis and essentially moved um, Winter Soldier up, and then proceeded to roll the Assault Rifle, did a couple of points of damage, Got the hit for the um, rapid fire. Did three more points of damage despite the extra two shields. Then I had another attack and left him on one wound, which I was like, actually, you know what? I'll take that because he's already been. He's left on one wound. It means, and I have, I knew I had priority next turn, so it means I can just daze him straight away. Yeah. Um, and it like like I said, it, it I had Winter Soldier and uh Cap to then move up and control that middle objective, which I easily did. Um, Then we played Avengers Assembled, so then Voodoo actually moved up, so I had three on the objective, and I was kind of banging in the middle of the table. So I went 5-0 up straight away. Um, Second turn, essentially, it was kind of the same. Like I said, Winter Soldier went, um, and I managed to just take out um, Cable straight away and daze him. Um, then he went and took out Honey Badger, just in the next round of uh, volleys. It's like the range five with rapid fire is so good. <laughs> yeah, no, it um, is. It's really good. And it was, uh, uh, what was it? Domino went and dazed uh, Sam. And then Winter Soldiers obviously got the I've got your back. So free power. And then he gets to make an assault rifle. So I just assault rifled. Got the rapid fire, assault rifle again, and left her on like one wound again. <laughs> it's like, she, it was just basically just sat there as a kind of turret, just machine gunned everyone down. Um, she tried to get rid of Gambit and did like two more points of damage. So he was left on one wound and he went to go and attack again. But I've got the, uh, the enhanced stuff, agility or whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called. So basically after he's targeted, uh, after he's been attacked, you can then pay your power, and then he deals one damage to him, and then moves away short. Yeah. So I did one damage, moved away short, and then I was out of range, and Domino had like, done all, um, done everything, and she couldn't get in range of that far objective, that wide objective, so that was just basically mine. Um, Iron Man was kind of tanking it on the other side. I had X-23 and Deadpool just basically hammering into him, and he's pretty solid like with the invincible iron man reducing damage by one and um four defense is it on physical i think he's got i think so yeah yeah he, he is a solid piece i think that previously he just hasn't he didn't have the power generation in order to be able to necessarily do that much damage yeah um but i think with with his new card he's definitely fixed he's definitely becoming much more like he was already popular because he was Corsair and because it is Iron Man um, but I think he's definitely becoming more popular oh, yeah he was as an actual key piece to the game definitely um, 
so yeah, he was just basically tanking Deadpool and X-23, and then ended up just basically dazing X-23, and then dazing Deadpool, and then killing X-23 in turn 3. <laughs> so I went uh, 10-0 uh, up, um, and then I kind of knew I could win this turn if I manoeuvred everything correctly. Basically, I could move the um, researcher up to the on turn four up to the uh, home. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, put it on his on um, the objective and get yeah. the, like extra two points to win. And then I forgot that Honey Badger has the Jonathan the uh, Unstoppable, Unstoppable. Yep. tactic card. So as I moved away from the middle objective, she played <laughs> that and grabbed the objective, and I was like, "Yeah, oh." I had like this whole like thing. I was like, right, I'll do that. I'll do that. So then I started like, I was like, okay, how am I going to get this back? And I had to like extreme conditioning gambit over to get rid of it. But I failed to flip it then. And then, uh, what else? Something oh. else happened. Someone. How did you fail to flip it? Because there was still, uh, she was still next to it. I think it was. Yeah, that was, I shouldn't have counted. Because she can't contest it. Ah, okay. So you should have automatically done that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and then with Iron Man on the other side, I completely forgot to flip his objective that was there. So <laughs> that, that would that, give, like, yeah. give me a point. I was just like, I looked at, at the end of the turn and went, why didn't I pay that a flip? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, right, okay. Um, and then it kind of like became a bit of a... I was like, well, I'm, st- I'm pretty sure I'm still going to win this, but I'd kind of thrown away like the straightaway a win there. So he yeah, then went 10-5. Yeah, went 10-5 uh, to me. And then like time was really running out. But I mean, by then he only had like a couple of characters left. Um, and essentially, uh, like we only got the last round in, but I managed to kind of grab all the objectives again to win, well, 15-5 at that point because he could move the objective when he scored yeah. um and then we just kind of called it there because he, he didn't really have anything left um and i had most of my characters still there and i was we said if we play one more turn it's literally just going to give me another five points and the win so um no it was a really good game it was just it was one of those where little things where i was just like oh i forgot about that and like that jonathan the unstoppable token i can see that being a real pain if you've got like Honey Badger as your last activation or something and just run over and put it on a empty objective. Um, yeah, because you just look at her and think, oh, she can't contest, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's contesting. Um, yeah, yeah I've, I've played against it a couple of times now and it, it is really annoying. The, the somewhat surprising thing from what you just said there was that it sounds like you didn't run Honey Badger and X-23 next to each other. I think that's where their real power is when you run them together. So, yeah, he started like Honey Badger in the middle and X-23 on the side. Um, He did try moving X-23 kind of into the middle after, like, about turn three after she'd already been dazed and that. Um, But, yeah, like, they definitely work well together because they get the movement when they're... um, When Mm. one of the others gets damaged and Honey Badger can, like, reduce their defense I think it is. One. and then yeah. she's got like some proper solid attacks as well for a free fe- free threat yeah. um 
but yeah, I, I, I don't know why he did it like that. I, I think he was kind of hoping to try and like swamp that side of the objective and then move across. But like I said, Iron Man just kind of stood still and Winter Soldier was just an absolute beast. So <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, a kind of solid win for me, but it was a very, like I said, very fast scoring game. So it was, uh, it, it was good to play something like that because sometimes some missions can feel a little bit like slow, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, which, I mean, that, that's a perfectly viable reason. That's kind of why the missions are built out as they are. But yeah, playing two that are kind of very fast scoring kind of made the game a bit more right. I have to think about how I'm going to score. Otherwise, the game could be over in three, four turns. No, absolutely. One of my later games was very similar to that. So, um, well, congratulations on the win. Thank you. So my game two was against Mr. Lee Hamilton, who I've played multiple times. Um, and we were laughing as soon as we got drawn because it always feels like at Bearded Card Trader round two, we get drawn get together. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's not been every time, but it does feel like it. Um, so we ended up with Alien Ship uh, Mutant Manman, and he went with, uh, yeah, I think I had priority, and I think he went 18 again. So I ran literally the same. It was exactly the same characters, so Blade, Iron Fist, Ghost Rider, Black Cat, Moon Knight. And I had, I think, the same, apart from I think I moved Heroes Fire out for Blind Obsession. Oh, nice. um, so Siege Bats. Uh, field dressing med pack and i'm pretty sure i put find obsession in um he was running hulk steve rogers cap black panther captain marvel with disarm avengers assembled mission obse- uh, mission objective brace and med pack mm-hmm. and uh, this was another funny one i think with mutant madmen because it is the b map and it, that kind of splits you but with alien ship you just because it's the single X-ray, you don't know where it's going to go. So you're kind of like, you're, you're edging your bets as to where you're going to end up. So it, I find deployment for these ones quite interesting. Um, so I had Black Cat and Blade on my left, Ghost Rider in the middle again, uh, and the Iron Fist and Moon Knight on the right. He had Hulk in the middle, Captain America on my left, and the other two, so uh, Black Panther and Captain Marvel on my right. Um, I think it was the second or third activation in round one. Hulk went up the middle and found the Cree core straight away. Um, at which point I was like, well, this has been fun. <laughs> um, this not getting that off you. Um, however, I, we talked about it afterwards. I think that worked in my favor um, because he essentially proceeded to run Hulk into the corner to protect the Cree core. Which essentially takes six throughout out of the game. Yeah. So um, there was that, and there were a couple of other things we talked about afterwards where I think, where he even he said he could have done differently. Um, but yeah, I, I had Black Cat, so I was quite comfortable. I could run up and get it off him um, if I needed to. But essentially, we both flipped our traps, and we went four-two to me at the end of that round. So round two, and I think this is where it started to, I think this is where Lee made a couple of mistakes. He moved Hulk into the corner and then essentially he put Captain America down onto my left trap. 
as such uh, to flip that, um, which I kind of understood why he did it. It was one of the last activations. Um, Black Cat went up and flipped his trap at the top right, uh, my top right as such. Um, Moon Knight, I think, must have had Blind Obsession on him and managed Days Captain Marvel. Um, And Iron Fist flipped one of the other traps. Uh, So it was six all at the end of two. So he'd got the the two for the Creed Core and I got all four traps. Um, I think at this point, he put Hulk right in the corner. um, And... Again, we ended up pretty sure at this point where he had, I had three traps. He ended up with one trap plus the Creed Core. Um, Moon Knight took out Captain Marvel completely. So she was then KO'd. Ghost Rider managed to daze Black Panther. I think that was the siege turn. Um, and I ended up basically with just Blade on my left with Captain America. And then everybody else was on the right. Hulk wasn't necessarily doing that much. Captain Marvel had been uh, KO'd and Black Panther was dazed. So uh, I kind of had c- complete control of the right. Um, Black Cat had staggered Captain America, which kind of then left him in no man's land because he was desperate to try and get him across to the, the other side. Yeah. Um, round four, he, he kind of put Hulk back into the fray, but Hulk was... He, he'd, I think he'd been staggered, um, and he didn't quite do what you wanted him to do. Um, I then got Iron Fist on eight power and managed to do his Iron Fist into Hulk. Hulk had already gone, so I wasn't going to activate him, but I could stagger him and throw him. Yeah. So kept him away. Um, Black Panther got KO'd and Cap got dazed. So I, again, I had all four traps. Uh, so 13-11 going into round five to me. And then round five, more or less the same. I managed to keep all the traps. He kept the uh, creep owl core, but it ended with he only had Hulk and an injured cap, and I had Iron Fist and Ghost Rider were the only flipped ones. Everybody else was healthy, and everybody was on the board. So it went well. Like I say, I think him moving Hulk away was good because Hulk in Avengers, Steve Rogers' Avengers at least, is quite a scary prospect yeah. not going to pay so much power Captain America again didn't really do much because he was kind of I think he was caught in two minds as to what to do with him and that meant that I was able to deal I was quite surprised how easily Moon Knight dealt with Captain Marvel I think I, I rolled some spikes and he he was a bit unlucky um, and similarly with Black Panther as well normally those two I really struggle with so I had, had some good dice and he, he didn't shall we say um, but yeah, I managed to pull that one out um, and go 2-0. and Excellent. Congrats. So going into round three, we had a very short break um, and then we went straight back into it and you were playing? I was playing Hannah. Hannah Hay. Um, uh-huh. And she had Defenders. So uh, it was quite funny. We got to the table and I was like, oh, it's nice to play you again. And the last time I played it was AOS in a Battle Bunker tournament where I had the gash and she had like gloom spite and it was kind of very one-sided and then she she was like yeah it's, it's been a while since we've played like it was just Dan Sunderland when we uh played Marvel in the community hall I was like no it wasn't she was like yes it was I was like 
definitely wasn't. She's like, yeah, we played then. I, was, I, I didn't go to that tournament. She's like, are you sure? <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure if I know whether I've been there. She's like, oh, You've got God. a doppelganger, clearly. I, I know. I was like, I'm going to have to find who it was. So, yeah, we were just like, oh, okay, well, it's still good to play each other. And then, um, so I've played Research Station two games in a row. And she's, uh, she said that she's played uh, Spider Infected two games in a row. And we both went, she went, oh, I hope I don't pull Spider Infected again, because I've just played it. I was like, oh, I've done the same with Research Station. So, uh, yeah, we pulled Research Station Spider Infected. <laughs> and then we looked at each other and went, should we just put them away? We're like, yeah, we'll put them away. So <laughs> we were just like, it's pointless playing the same missions that we've played for like two games in a row, if we're both yeah. happy not to do it. Um, so we ended up pulling Fear Grips and Superpowered Scoundrels. Um, and she chose 20 Threat, which was nice. She was like, well, it's game three. We're not going to win the event. We may as well just bring out all the fun toys and see what happens. Um so yeah, like I said, she was uh, Defenders, so she had Doctor Strange with the Soul Gem, um, Ghost Rider, Wong, Gambit, and Ancient One. Um, and I chose Captain America Steve, uh, Hulk, Winter Soldier, Voodoo, and then I tried Miss Marvel, because she said she's never, she's been wanting to see Miss Marvel on the table for ages, and I was like, well I've never played with her before, so I'll put her in as my next free threat. Um, so, yeah, it, it was quite nice um, playing that. So I had kind of Hulk in the middle, ready to pick up the hammer straight away from deployment. Um, I had Voodoo on one side. I had Captain America, Miss Marvel on the other. And then Winter Soldier kind of stayed around, like, the middle um, with Hulk. And essentially, Hulk picked up the hammer. Voodoo went over on one side, picked up the hammer. Um, I think Hannah's deployment kind of stung her a little bit she put the ancient one on one side where captain america and miss marvel was and she kind of like uh put wong and gambit on the other side and then ghost rider and strange in the middle so it was kind of ancient one against uh captain america and miss marvel um turns out she didn't really need to worry about that because um when you've got ghost rider and hammers it's it's not very fun uh, so it is for Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, I can imagine. So Miss Marvel picked up a hammer, Voodoo picked up a hammer, Hulk picked up a hammer. So I kind of went ahead, um, and I had the middle objective with Winter Soldier. Uh, Hulk was sat on one of the back objectives, and Captain America was on the other. Then Ghost Rider came over, and he basically did his beam attack. Straight into Captain America and Miss Marvel, um, and dazed them both, which was fun. So Miss Marvel popped, dropped the hammer. Ghost Rider picked it up and went, "Thank you very much." Um, and then turn two, she he went again with the thing, and I was like, "Oh well, that's fine." Like Captain America, he's, he's treating blanks as successes. He's got four uh, defense. So he bodyguarded straight away for Miss Marvel. Um, I got hit for like four damage. <laughs> and then the actual beam attack went into Captain America as well. And he died on turn two. Ah, I was like, oh, idea. okay. Um, and then Ghost Rider, obviously two hammers, then did his um, penance stare, is it? Yep. 
Yeah, into Miss Marvel. And was like, oh, how much uh, power has Miss Marvel got? And I was like, oh, seven. She's like, right, okay, well, that's going to be a 12 dice attack or whatever it was. And killed Miss Marvel straight away. I was like, oh. And she's like, I kind of of feel bad because I wanted to see what Miss Marvel did. I was like, so did I. I was like, yeah. Um, But at this point, because Ghost Rider had um, killed... Miss Marvel and Captain America Steve. Um, Winter Soldier kind of turned up and started blasting away at Ghost Rider. And I left him on one wound. So Ghost Rider did a um, Hell on Wheels straight to his kind of far back objective. Um, And basically it was like, well, you've got to come towards me. So Voodoo moved to my back objective Hulk just started walking forwards. Um, I smashed Gambit apart. Winter Soldier sat and uh, shot apart Gambit. And then uh, I got... Because he killed two of my characters, I got priority for turn three. Um, And Hulk (laughs) gamma leaped Winter Soldier across the map into uh, um, where... uh, What do you call it? Where um, Ghost Rider was. Right. And then Ghost Rider went and just unloaded on... um, Sorry, Winter Soldier went, unloaded on Ghost Rider, killed him, picked up the two hammers, and then just sat on this building with two hammers just machine gunning anyone that came near him. Um, And, yeah, it was like... It was just (laughs) really, really close and really... Losing two characters straight away was hard. Um, because it was kind of quite tough to work out what to do and where to go. Um, turn three, Ghost Rider kind of came back, killed Winter Soldier and picked up the hammers. Um, and then basically just ran away. She was like, I, I need to kind of keep him alive. Um, or, or didn't kill Winter Soldier, sorry, dazed Winter Soldier. Um, picked the hammers back up and like ran away, which I, I kind of said to her, she should have probably retreated onto my uh, my far left objective. Um, but she was worried that with Hulk being bang in the middle and holding the objective there, he could gamma leap across and probably smash Ghost Rider with yeah. a couple of attacks. Um, but it basically came down to whether we could get rid of... Um, Doctor Strange holding my home objective where Voodoo was. So Strange dazed Voodoo in round three and picked up his hammer. Um, but Voodoo had all this power, came back and just did possession on Doctor Strange. Yeah. So he obviously dropped the hammer, picked up the hammer straight away and just sat on the objective and was like, okay. And then Strange um, then wanted to attack Voodoo. And Voodoo, like I said, been dazed. So I was like, well... I need to work out whether I can afford to take the power, uh, sorry, take the brother Daniel token back off Strange, put it onto Voodoo, which means he's scoring that objective, and um, hold like and Voodoo's still holding the hammer. And I, I had to sit there for a little while, and I was like trying to do all the maths, and I was like, right, okay, yeah, I can do that. I'll win by like one point if I do this, and Voodoo stays alive. So I had to do that. Thankfully, Voodoo like tanked it all, and it ended up sixteen fifteen to me. 
And <laughs> I say 1615, even though it was recorded 1614, because <laughs> Hannah thought the last activation, she just moved Wong off to try and kick Hulk. <laughs> even though Hulk had taken one damage all game. I was like, why are you doing Not gonna this? Happen. She's like, I just wanted to kind of try and attack him. I was like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and like, we finished the game and then as we were packing up, I kind of like looked at the table and I was like, you do realise we could have continued playing. She's like, how? I was like, well, instead of attacking with Wong, you could have just moved on to the middle objective and stopped me scoring there. And then it would have been 15-14 to me. And then we'd have to play another turn when you've got Ghost Rider on two hammers, etc. And like the look on her face is like, oh God. And like, I, it didn't even cross my mind until I looked at the table and I was like, oh yeah, you could have just... Yeah, one could have just moved around and like double moved, um, but it it was amazing. It was my best game in the day. Like we had a, a great laugh, and like I said, it was one of those where Ghost Rider kind of popping off turn one and turn two and getting rid of two characters straight away. I was like, this is not very good. But again, Winter Soldier just doing uh, got your back, and then also picking up hammers and sitting with. Rapid fire six dice attacks is a uh, very nice. <laughs> I, I think he, I think he dazed Gambit, dazed Ancient One, and dazed Ghost Rider, and then I think that was everything. Yeah, and then Hulk killed Gambit, um, and that was it. Yeah, Ancient One needed to move on to that. Uh, the objective of Winter Soldier was to win, but Winter Soldier managed to kill her just with a, uh, two lots of rapid fire. So it, it kind of stopped her scoring. So it, it, it was such a close game, but it was great. It was, it was really, really fun. Um, and it was nice playing those. I mean, Fear Grips, like I said, I've played all the time, but Superpowered Scoundrels I've only played once before. So it's nice playing that new mission. It's uh, I think you'll see that quite a lot. Five objectives, you get cover, and it's 20 threat as well. So it's, it's, a, it's a nice mission to be playing. Yeah, no, I've, I've played it a couple of times. I do like that one. Um, and Hannah's a great opponent. So congratulations on the win. But I, I, it does prove that I find more and more these days that you can come back from a lot in this game. There's it just oh, it, definitely. just the way it's designed with the whole like days KO'd, etc. You, you really can have some bad turns. And still just be like, okay, fine. You just need to adapt slightly. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, I mean, we obviously come from AOS, and normally if you lose two of your big pieces, (laughs) it's normally game over. So Yeah, then it's just damage damage limitation to see how bad the the scores are going to be. But no, in this, absolutely. And and like flip side is, there's been quite a few games where I felt like, all right, yeah, yeah, I've, I've had the early hit. I managed to do... And then they've come back and you kind of realise that you you can't just have that one turn does everything and then be like, all right, well I'm gonna win now. You've gotta you've gotta really follow through and make sure you hammer it home. Yeah. Such. Um I quite like Doctor Strange uh in it. I've I've not really played against him that often, like the original Doctor Strange. Um and yeah, I quite liked him. Um she was trying to do the Crimson Bands of Citarak, the Mystic Binding, yeah. which gives you the stagger. Um or if you've not got the activated, a bit like Iron Fist, really. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she tried doing it on. I'm trying to think who it was. Was it on Hulk? Um, 
kind of turn two to stop me moving into the middle of the table and she got a hit in a wild to start off with and she's like right I need to re-roll all of this and then got a crit in a wild and she's like oh come on <laughs> like she couldn't get the right the hit crit and the wild in both rolls <laughs> yeah um, so yeah she was just ah oh. but no I quite liked her and like you don't really play I know Thomas plays defenders up here but there's not really anyone else that plays defenders but it's nice that you can kind of change the type of attack it's going to be yeah Stu's been playing them I know you, I don't think you've played Stu uh, no not yet no on MCP but Stu's been playing them and like you say Thomas was at the start but, but has dripped off it I think they're, they're another one of those frustrating ones where it just doesn't feel like they've got quite enough um I like Doctor Strange I've, I've used them quite a few times in Midnight Suns um but I've got kind of a bit of a cheat with the bats card in that I can change one of the dice, yeah. Um, which on that in particular is is brilliant. You know, you roll it, fine. You don't get what you want. You re-roll. If either of those, either your first or second roll, gets two of what you need, then you just do it. And then, like yeah. you say, you could, if you got priority, you could potentially activate something like Hulk for an entire turn. That's that's huge um, for what essentially six power. Four for the builder and two for the team tactics card. Yeah, definitely Happy take that. I do like um, that six of the characters and defenders are actually Midnight Suns as well. It's like they've gone. Let's just make a better version of defenders. <laughs> Add a couple of characters yeah. in and uh, give them some new tactic cards, and that'll be fine. Yeah, and I just wish that defenders had something a little more that could allow that you, you know to switch. Um, I yeah. just it, there's uh, no point other than for flavour reasons why you would want to run defenders with that roster. Um, it's much better in Midnight Suns, um, yeah. which is unfortunate because I'd really like defenders. I love the TV series, etc. So we shall see. Hopefully there is there is more to come. Definitely. Uh, hopefully uh, we've seen it with like new Daredevil, etc. being Criminal Syndicate. I'm sure there'll be a new newer leader at some point that will bring a new kind of flavour of defenders maybe yeah no hopefully uh, I don't know who that would be but um, yes we, we shall see what what comes from that mm-hmm. so my round three opponent was James Doxley Doc, James Docky um, apologies if I'm butchering your surname uh, so he was up at the last one I, I'd never met him before but he was up at the last one which we didn't go to um, and I think he won that one. And he normally runs Web Warriors, but yep. he was trying out Brotherhood, which are my nemesis. <laughs> so I know James is a really good player. Uh, he's got a, a good rating on long chunks, etc. And he's done really well with Web Warriors. So I was kind of looking forward to the game, um, but at the same time, somewhat nervous, shall we say. <laughs> um and we were talking through the uh, team tactics cards. Uh, sorry, the the crisis cards, and we, we had I think we had two extracts and two secures the same. So he was trying to work out because he had priority. He's trying to work out which way to go. And ironically, he said, oh, actually, I think I've got a better um, sword base than you have. So I'm going to go secures. So I went extract. So I got alien ship again, and he got he actually got sword base. So then I think at that point he then thought to himself, well, actually, 
I can go five wide or with Mystique, or I can go four wide and bring out Magneto. Um, so I picked 14 because I wanted to either stop him from having Magneto or really reduce what he could do with it. Um, I was comfortable if he picked Magneto at 14 that I would have enough. Yeah. Um, but I was cautious that his Mystique at 14 would be quite tough. So I ended up with Blade, Black Cat, Voodoo and Moon Knight and the same Team Tactics cards as before. So Field Dressing, Med Pack, Siege, Bats and Blind Obsession. And he went with Mystique, Black Cat, Iron Fist, Toad, Quicksilver and his Team Tactics cards were Heroes for Hire, Asteroid N, Deception, Climbing Gear and Field Dressing. So as soon as he went through his team tactics cards, I was like, right, you've got five, I've got four. You've also got Asteroid M and Climbing Gear that will help you move around. And here is for higher to that extent as well. Um, and then you've got Deception to move me around. I was really not looking forward to this game. Um, well, I wouldn't say not looking forward to it, but I wasn't expecting much from it. Yeah. Um, long story short, he couldn't flip the sword bases. Um, he, he was really unlucky with it. The, the the number of 50-50s where he was just rolling that one dice and he couldn't do it um, really, I think, cost him the game. So Blade's there up on my left. I put Voodoo and Black Cat in the middle because I didn't know where the alien ship was going to go and they were the, the key for that. And Moon Knight went up on my right. There was a lot of big terrain on this board. Um, there was like four pieces of terrain that we classed as size four, I think. Um or three. It was, yeah, the, the, there were, there wasn't a lot of terrain, but there were a lot of big pieces, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I was quite glad he didn't come out with Magneto because I kind of wasn't looking forward to those being thrown at me. Um, he then put Iron Fist, Black Cat, and Mystique in the middle, Toad on my left, and Quicksilver on my right. Um, he went and found the, Alien ship, or oh, sorry, the Kree power core pretty early. Um, and I was able to flip the, I think I went up with blade and flipped on the left, um, automatically. And then on the right, I managed to flip, um, one Quicksilver was there. Moon Knight managed to flip it. Um, so we went three, two to me, uh, first round. Then we had some fun in the middle. So essentially it was Moon Knight versus Quicksilver on the right, Blade versus Toad on the left, and then Voodoo Black Cat versus Black Cat Iron Fist and Mystique in the middle. Um, Voodoo, I think, put his brother Daniel token on, I think it was Mystique that had it, or Black Cat, I can't remember who picked it up on his side, um, which made they, meant they dropped it. I was then able to pick it up. Um, but he then dazed Voodoo. So Voodoo then dropped it, but because I'd put the brother Daniel token on, I think it was Black Cat, she couldn't then pick it back up. So it was a bit of a mess in the middle. Um, but he managed to flip one of the outside um, sword bases, and essentially he scored five that turn. So he went, uh, what are we looking at, seven, three up at the end of two. At this point, I was starting to panic a little bit. He had the numbers. He had the score. Um, I, I couldn't really see myself pulling much back. 
I managed then to get the traps again. I think again the uh, creep alcohol changed hands a couple of times. People were dazed, dropped it, picked it up, dazed, voodooed, or whatever. Um, he he retained the creep alcohol after it being passed around, and I managed to get the traps again. So it went six nine to him, and then I think it must have been turn four was where it all started to work for me. Um, Moon Knight dazed and KO'd Quicksilver quite easily on the right. I think um, Blade had dealt with Toad on the left. He did do a cheeky asteroid M at one point, um, but I was able to get the creep power call with Voodoo and keep the traps or or whatever they are sort of bases flipped in my favour, or he couldn't flip them back as such um so went 11 9 up and then essentially voodoo was able to move away from mystique i put the brother daniel token on her so that she wasn't even counting in the middle and again just by flipping them moving away i was able to get to 16 9 so i'd never played sword before and so you were saying before about taking things that you've never played i've never played it I uh, haven't heard good things about it. I didn't like the idea of it. I played it. It wasn't as bad as I thought. You kind of get this view of, well, if you've got more characters, you auto win it. Clearly you don't. But he was very unlucky with his 50-50s. Yeah. I think he probably did about five 50-50s in a row and failed them all. So... <coughs> I had a bit of cough Um... So yeah, he he was definitely unlucky. I think Voodoo, going into this tournament, I hadn't really used Brother Daniel that much on Voodoo. I'd used him more as a bit of a beat stick with a throw. I like his attacks. I like his spender. Um, But I'd gone into this with the view of, we'll use Brother Daniel a bit more. See what I can do. Didn't use him in the first two games, but in this one, um, he, he turned out to be really key. He is quite oppressive. I, I get the, the hatred towards him. Um, I think I need to use him more. I, again, I put the Brother Daniel token on them and straight away got dazed. And I find that the few times I have used it, that happens a lot. Um, but it was a great game, really close. James was a great opponent. Um, they say he was just a little bit unlucky, but he was experimenting with Brotherhood. Um, I think had he been running his Web Warriors, which he knew a lot better, it would have been a, a very different outcome. Um, but yeah, man- managed to pull out a third win. So I was quite pleased with that. Nicely done. At that point, we kind of said um, goodbye to a few people who couldn't make the fourth round. But because myself and Adam were both on 3-0, and we decided to go for a fourth. And then I think most people stayed in the end. I think there was only one or two that left. This was the first time we'd gone to four rounds, but I, I think it worked well. I think if we can start a little bit earlier, but even then, I, it wasn't a particularly late finish. No, I think finish because uh, we started at half eleven instead of like the normal twelve. I think even starting at eleven would mean like we'd get it done. I, I think a bit more. The problem we had was like at lunch, even though we said we had a quick lunch, we were actually waiting around for a chippy uh, because no one, like we didn't order it ahead of time. 
I think if we'd ordered it ahead and knew we were right, we're going to pick it up at whatever time it was, and then we we would have had the time to kind of quickly go through. Because I think JP was yeah. planning to finish at ten to seven if everything went to plan, like with rounds and that. Um, but I think I left at twenty past seven. I think it was or something. So yeah. It wasn't major. I mean, my head when he said four rounds, I was thinking like nine, half nine. Um, so yeah, it w- it wasn't too bad in the end. Yeah. Um, but no, it was nice playing four rounds. I'm always up for playing more games, and if it means a one day event is four rounds, then more to it. Yeah, hopefully that becomes the standard. Um, I know it is at many other places. So if if it becomes the standard at a bit of card trader, that would be great. Definitely. So who did you play for your fourth round? Uh, so I played who you played in game one, Andy P with his X-Men. And we ended up pulling the exact same missions I played game one, which was Reset Station and Gamma. So out of four games, I played Reset Station three times. So at least I can See, say I've there you go. played you, it. You, you, I was going to say, you bring these things <laughs> to try and get more games in, and you definitely got more games yeah, in Yeah, I know. Them. So I didn't get to try Herbs at all. Um... I didn't get to play Mutant Madman at all. And that was it, actually. So, yeah, Gamma I had in my list, Superpowered I had, Fear Grip. I played plenty of Mutant Madman to make up for your <laughs> yeah. Mutant Madman, so don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was nice. Like, uh, never, a bit like you, kind of, I've seen him in the chats and whatnot. Um, but I've not, never really, uh, kind of chatted to him in person or played him. Um, but he had X-Men, so he had like a full X-Men roster, which was great. Um, he chose 16 Threat. And he basically went, what fits in 16? He was like, oh, four fours, that'll be fine. So he chose Cyclops, Colossus, Wolverine and Rogue. <laughs> um, I went with Captain America, Steve, Gambit, Winter Soldier, Iron Man, and I wanted to try Miss Marvel again, just because I didn't really get to see what she did last turn. Um, and yeah, so it was kind of very much a straight down the middle and see what happens and not really anything else to do so Iron Man and Winter Soldier basically sat on my back home objective just shooting <laughs> um, that's pretty much it I kind of played quite a control game to start off with um, he moved like Colossus uh, up the table onto the middle objective and Iron Man just pushed him off uh, with the uh, repulsor blast so that meant he was kind of like pushed out of the objective and that meant he was kind of not scoring and didn't have uh, the damage. He, he randomly moved Wolverine, like, to the side. I don't really know why. Um, so he wasn't even, like, on any of the objectives. He kind of, like, hid him behind a bit of terrain to start off with, which I was like, well, okay. Um, so that meant I was kind of scoring five straight away. I had the middle objective, uh, the back objective, and the research station. Um, and then Rogue and Wolverine kind of came in at the same time. Uh, I had Miss Marvel, Gambit, and Captain America Steve that were kind of like in the middle. Um, I managed to get Miss Marvel and Big Enough, which was nice. Like, I still don't get her. Uh, like, I know Ant from the group and Danny quite like him, but. I I was like, right, I'll try her on the tabletop. I still don't really understand. Like, she gets to transform, which is obviously she's on a massive base. Um, gives her, like, an extra bit of range. But then, like, all that she's got is that range 
at the five dice attack, you get three re-rolls, which is okay, but I don't know. I, I just didn't really see her do anything. Like, And then she just transformed back. So I was like, well, okay. Like, I, I think it's, it's the re-rolls when she transforms. So when, when she's played against me, I've found that yes it's i think it's a five dice builder isn't it yeah but because she can re-roll two of those and then re-roll another one she she's getting very consistent damage out for a three right so i just i didn't really see it i kind of went into rogue and did nothing i went into a wolverine and did nothing i was like oh okay and then she transformed back and then wolverine just like murdered her (laughs) i was like oh cool (laughs) um so yeah it was kind of I definitely was benefiting because I had a lot more characters than him. Um, well, I say a lot more. I had one more. But it, it meant that I could kind of keep things like Iron Man towards the end that had the kind of pushes into the attacks and kind of pushed them off the objective. Um, and essentially, Miss Marvel got dazed again when the soldier just did the got your back and did I think it was about four damage into Rogue, then went again and dazed Rogue. Um, Wolverine, I was just trying to target, and he did more in this game than I've ever seen him do. And I've played against Wolverine quite a lot and used him quite a few times. Um, and I, I've always said, oh, he's so disappointing. But this time, for some reason, he just went in and he was doing the uh, Berserker Barrage where the Wilds count as two hits. And he was rolling like three wilds at a time. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is a, a bit different. Um, but then Gambit got dazed. And then I used the Gambit 52 card pickup. I was like, get in, I can finally use that. I had a nice beam across Wolverine and Rogue. He did nothing. <laughs> I was like, I love Gambit so much, but I found the last, like, I've used him two games this, on Saturday and he just, I don't know he died easily and didn't really do much um, yeah it's he's a bit of a weird one i'm gonna keep obviously keep with him and keep using him but he's one where about something like always trying to work out what is the best way of using him um but he did end up um <laughs> so wolverine was dazed and then he kind of came back and he did a load of damage uh, into Wolverine, uh, into Gambit with the, um, uh, what do you call it? No, sorry, sorry. Wolverine got dazed. Then his activation in the next turn, he actually dazed, uh, Captain America Steve, um, with the first attack. Winter Soldier activated and did, it was like six damage against the, um, has he got seven health, is that when he's, uh, on the other side, I think it is. Let's have a quick look. Wolverine has got... Yeah, I think so. He's got quite a lot on the flip side. Uh, no, he's got seven when he's healthy, five when he's not. So, yeah, Winter Soldier did four damage on the... Um, oh, the other way then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just on the retaliation. I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And then he went to attack um, Gambit again. And he did the... Uh, is it the? Is there a way that he can do an extra attack or something, or he does a? He's got a charge. 
charged with something. I can't remember how he did it. He went to do something. He went he went to attack Gambit. I can't remember how it went, but Gambit did his athletic ability. So he must have survived the attack or something. But Gambit did his enhanced athletics, moved back and did the one damage and killed Wolverine. And he was like, oh. He's like, I've got Wolverine. I didn't even think... Uh, I've got Gambit. I didn't even think about that. So he just, like, lost Wolverine just through Gambit just dancing away. Yeah. Um and at that point, he really only had uh, Colossus and Cyclops left. Rogue died to basically just non-stop firing from Iron Man and uh, Winter Soldier. And then when you've got two characters against four, you're going to struggle. Um, Colossus kind of charged in, did his X-Slam against Captain America, did a bit of damage but didn't kill him and then everyone just turned around and kind of got rid of Colossus so he literally had Cyclops and that was it um so I ended up just scoring for like two turns consistent I just forgot about the research person because he was like well I'm not going to move it towards you because it means you're just going to score uh so he just kind of moved it back and sat on his objective but I ended up winning a 17-11 so it was a very kind of very much a control game of pushing the characters away, making sure I'm scoring, and then kind of focusing fire. Like Iron Man and Winter Soldier with those range four and five attacks. So they can just sit and just kind of focus on one character at a time and then just switch to the next one that they want to focus on. And it works quite well, so it's a nice little combo that I'm, I think I can probably use a bit more going forward. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Um so that left you on three and one. I went three and one. So after the first game of disappointment, um, I do realise I need to write down more notes of how I like how it plays. I, I get so into the game straight away, and I'm like, right, here's play, but I don't even like think about what cards they take or what anything like that. And yeah. It's just like, oh, let's just play. Like, that's one thing I've started to do, and this was the first event I did it where I was writing down their team tactics cards in a little notebook. Yeah think one of the four games i actually started to tick them off so even though at the start i wrote them down because my plan is i I quite often find that you you get straight into the game and then turn three or four something will happen and i'll play a card and you're like i've completely forgot they had that yeah so just trying to get to the point where i know what cards they've got what cards they've got left what they've used you know so you can start to see what their potential options are yeah, and being able to work out exactly what they can and can't do. Um, yeah, it makes a massive difference. Yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely something I think I'm going to try and do going forward. But I always say I'm going to take photos, and I, I don't even remember that because I'm so busy like chatting to my opponent and stuff. I completely forget. Oh, I need to get without, a photo. Without the photos, I can't. I can't <laughs> remember it at all. Like photos is the key thing, and then I, I can start to write it up after that. Um, so yeah, I went three and one, which was really good. Um, I, I think from my roster, if, if I, I don't think I'm going to run Avengers again. Like they're fun, but I don't think they're one that I would like stick with. I know they've got a lot of characters that you can choose from, etc. Um, but yeah, they're not my kind of go-to one. Like Miss Marvel. Like I said, I, I just don't see the place in there for her. 
especially when you've got Iron Man and Winter Soldier and things like that. Um, Juggernaut is I just took because I had a stupid play with herbs that I wanted to try, but it just I didn't get to do it. Um, but he took up a slot that I could probably fit a two slot, or I could put Doctor Strange in that I was kind of considering. Even though for some reason Strange isn't an Avenger, which is a weird one. Um, so yeah, I, I could tweak a couple of bits, but overall I was happy. It, it was good, nice to play events again, and it was nice playing four games and rolling dice. So I had a great time. Was it? It was a good return, wasn't it? Yes. Considering you hadn't played for a while. Yeah, definitely. So how about you? You were on table one for the win. Table one, which was table three, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, that completely all confused around. me. It was just like, yeah, Chalmers, you're on table one. I was like, am I? Yep. He's like, I'm just mixing it all up. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was playing Adam, Adam Bone, um, who I played in the final of the first tournament we did at Bearded Card Trader, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, so it was good to play. I hadn't played him since then, so um, it was good to play him. And he was running a Criminal Syndicate Asgard roster. Mm-hmm. Now, I think most people by now know people's thoughts on Criminal Syndicate. Um, they're an extremely tough matchup, shall we say. And one of the reasons that I've got two paid flips in my deck is for Criminal Syndicate. Because uh, it kind of helps nullify them a little bit. Um, so we went... Um, and I believe I won priority. Um, so I picked a skills uh, and he, he went extracts and we ended up with mutant madmen and alien ship. So uh, there was a recurring theme here, a lot of mutant madmen and a lot of alien ship, <laughs> which made life a lot interesting. Um, he picked 20 though. And, uh, I was caught in two minds because I could go. Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, laid, and two threes. Yeah. Or I can go six wide. And I hummed and hard about it, and I ended up going six wide. Not sure it was the right answer, but uh, I don't think it was that bad. So I ended up with Ghost Rider, uh, not Ghost Rider, sorry, Blade, Voodoo, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, Mystique, and Black Cat. Okay. Um, and he ended up going with, uh, Asgard because he didn't want to run Criminal Syndicate. Um, so he had Thor, Angela, Enchantress, and then he had Venom and Bullseye as his splash characters. Okay. So I was a little unsure as to how to approach this. Uh, obviously, you end up kind of deploying the middle to start with, but um, you end up again having to go on the flank so i had uh, voodoo and moon knight on the left i had blade and iron fist on the right with black cat and mystique in the middle i was a little concerned with venom he can be a real pain i was not overly concerned with enchantress but i ended up with Voodoo going up against her, which probably isn't the right answer. I needed to keep Blade away from her because he's got mystic attacks. Yeah. Um, and so I, Moon Knight was okay on, on the left and he kind of covered that angle for me. Um, Angela, you know, she can go anywhere and do anything. So that's always a concern. Um, and Thor is always, if he 
goes off, he's going to be a real pain. But if he decides to be fat Thor, then you know he's going to do nothing. So um, you never really know with Thor what what you're going to get. Um, again, he managed to get the alien ship. I can't remember who picked it up, but it was somebody on his side. I think it was Enchantress managed to pick it up. Um, we both flipped our home pole traps, and that was about it for turn one. So he went 4-2 up. Then we did some shenanigans on the left with uh, Voodoo, but again, he got dazed. I think Moon Knight then dazed Enchantress. Can't remember where the power court ended up at the end of turn two, um, but he definitely had it. It was an interesting one because I'd put Brother Daniel on Enchantress to make her drop it. And I think it, I was too far away to be able to pick it up at that point. But it, we then came up to the point where um, I think it was in the next turn. She had the Brother Daniel token, but he wanted to still do the Amorous Kiss. And um, essentially, because he had that, we, we agreed that he wouldn't be able to pick it. He wouldn't be able to make me drop it. Because I, this is a question I'd asked previously as well. And the conclusion was that if you've got the, or the voodoo token, you can't do the steal. Um, yeah, you could I'm try to think how, because we chatted about it in the group, didn't we? Yeah. We were like, mm-hmm. well, you could take it off her, but take it off them, but she couldn't pick it up. So it would kind of get dropped. It's a bit of a weird one, but. Well, Ant came in and said, you can't even make them drop it. Um, because you can't, it's, you don't, you don't make them drop it. You take it off them. Um, yeah, that's what we said, wasn't it? it? Yeah, because yeah. we said if it said like it's dropped and they can interact with it or whatever it is. Um, yeah, that makes sense. A bit like but... brother Voodoo when possession goes, in, yeah. it says that they drop the token. Yeah, so um, that that was an interesting interaction, but. End of uh, three, I think it was. Um, I must have been just looking at the scores now. Apologies. So we went to um, five all. So it was very similar to my game against uh, Lee Hamilton, where, again, I was able to flip the traps, but unable to get the core. Um, so, again, I, I flipped three traps to his one, but he had the core. So um, I think we ended up. Uh, I think, I think in fact, I got all four traps and he kept the call. So that's why we ended up like that. Um, and it, in essence, I, I was able to keep enough traps flipped. Thor didn't really do anything. Um, we had one fun piece with Angela was marauding down the left. Um, he played Doom Prophecy on Angela and she essentially rolled something like 10 dice into I think it was Moon Knight um, or Voodoo I can't remember which one but but ended up leaving them on one which meant her second activation she had to I think she'd already thrown something at him Um, she had to then spend a second activation to uh, get rid of him it was Voodoo looking at this Um, which meant that she didn't then get to go into Moon Knight Moon Knight was next to her Um, I'd already put Blind Obsession um, on Moon Knight into Angela uh, after I knew Doom Prophecy. Um, and yeah, Moon Knight just, I think he just didn't even get to rapid fire. I think he just 
through a couple of things there, and she was gone. All in no defence, Dyson. I think I think he did did do needed the rapid fire. I think he did four on the first and then uh, rapid fired on the second. Yeah. So got rid of Angela pretty quickly, um, and then managed to pick up the creek call. By the end, it was thirteen ten. Um, but he only had Thor and Venom left, and I still had everybody. Well, I had Mystique, Moon Knight, Iron Fist, and Blade. So we called it at that point um, because he felt like he couldn't crawl it back. I, I think I managed to daze uh, Venom, um, so he couldn't pick up the pre-creep power core on the left, and he only had Thor really on the right yeah. doing anything. Um, so I managed to win that one as well, um, which, again, you know, I was a little bit lucky in game three, getting to 14 to, to avoid mags. I was lucky in this one, in, in one state, in that I won priority so I could avoid getting criminal syndicate secures as such, um, which meant that he ended up going Asgard. The flip side of that is, with that, I, I specifically put them in for that, so they gave me a chance. Yes, Midnight Suns like it anyway. Um, but I think there are better ones for Midnight Suns, but they're there because I think that's the only way I can cope against Criminal Syndicate. Yeah, definitely. Um, so no, overall, um, managed to go four and zero, which I was super pleased with. My my aim going into the, the um, event was on Longshanks to become the Daywalker, which is kind of like the highest ranked um, Midnight Suns player. I, I'd been second for a while. I just wasn't able to to get enough. I'd be slowly creeping up, um, but after going the four and zero, I managed to get that. So that was a mission accomplished. Um, really, I was I was more interested in that than winning the event at the end of it all. Um, so I was quite more than happy with that and played some really good players. So I was happy with the overall result. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, they'd had a, a problem with the. Um, Trophy providers, all right, whatever they're called, um, where they 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 hadn't really used engaged their their brain cells, um, which just meant that he didn't have any trophies. So at the end, it was a bit of a um, we all got our free um, swag that you get at the end of each of these, um, but no trophies, unfortunately. Kids weren't happy with that. <laughs> wife was, um, so it, it saved the mantelpiece from another one that the kids complained. Um, <laughs> But yeah, overall, it was a really good tournament. Um, I think quite a few of us mentioned the the standard of play. I wouldn't necessarily say that the rosters are getting more meta because I don't really think that's really that much of a thing. People talk about it, but I don't don't really see it in MCP that much. Um, But I think the standard of play and the understanding of it all definitely is getting there for those games. Uh, events. I think it's the well, I think we've said it a few times the joys of the game is you can kind of take what you want and still have a chance of winning um, but yeah I mean players are definitely kind of getting better at like knowing how the game plays etc um, I think there are a couple of meta lists he says in quotation lists uh, quotation marks that are kind of showing up on the TTS leagues or whatever they are um, and it seems to be a brotherhood list with all the bells and whistles and Hulk and Voodoo and Black Cat and 
everything else. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, for local, it's very much... Uh, um, I don't know, nice and f- friendly atmosphere. Like it is, it is. It's nice and chilled. Even like you know, I've I've been lucky enough to win three, four mm-hmm. of those, um, and you know, not had any bad experiences playing at the top table each time. Like you just, it's really chilled. It's really nice and relaxed. There's everybody's still chatting across tables, etc. And which is, I, I like the fact that the quality of play is going up, but we haven't lost that friendliness. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and like you say, we've, we've had people, James had come across previous month and he'd come up from Leeds and he had a mate with him last time, but unfortunately his mate couldn't make it this time. We've had Alan and Paul, et cetera, coming down from Scotland. We've had people coming across. Um, but yet we've maintained that chilled atmosphere which is which is great yeah everyone kind of just sits and chats and like i said even throughout the games people are kind of chatting amongst themselves and uh lunchtime everyone's kind of having a bit of a laugh and whatnot and there's no groups at all like i mean there's obviously quite a few warlords that go but we still sit with everyone else and chat with everyone else it's not a kind of a we'll stick by ourselves and you lot stick by yourselves etc so yeah no it's good and i was handing out the uh Tells a crisis status cards as well for everyone. So uh, everyone got one of them, which uh, I think quite a few people quite like. Uh, quite yes, like really useful. Well. Those. Um, because I can never remember the difference between stun and shock. So it's just as easy to pick up a card and read what it says rather than remember it. <laughs> totally. Uh, um, yeah. And don't. Well, I, I like the fact that the rule books online, but at the same time, I like a physical copy of things. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do a big batch for Spring into Marvel and then I think everyone can have a load so they can give to their opponents throughout the games. So. Excellent, that would be great. I don't know whether I'll do enough for everyone who can attend. I don't know. It's a There's very... a lot of us going. So, uh, on that subject, what have you got coming up then? Uh, we've got Spring into Marvel. Shock horror. Yeah. Um, on the 9th and 10th of April. Tickets are still available because I have only bought mine today. As I finally uh, found out I could go. So can't wait for that. And then after that, we've got the event at Borden Swords in yes. May. Which is another yes. two-dayer. So a couple of two-dayers coming up, which will be good fun. Be nice. Absolutely. Um, um, I am at uh, Protect Games this coming weekend. Um, this Sunday. So the um, first time I've been down there. Um, so that's kind of like our other, I say local, it's going to take me more than an hour to get there. Um, event, so that should be good. That's Ants local. So we'll go down and support that. Um, and I'm currently still planning on going up to Scotland the week before, um, spring into Marvel. So oh, hopefully I've got another two events, uh, so another eight games before I get to spring into Marvel. So, Still got a couple of tweaks that I'm going to make uh, an experiment with uh, between now and then um, to hopefully have a honed, highly competitive, highly... Uh, <laughs> I'm just talking about having a nice, friendly uh, scene and well, then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just going to go yeah. spring into Marvel and ruin yeah. everyone's hobby. Absolutely. Um, no, I just... I think... I don't think Midnight Suns is... Uh, 
uh, oppressive enough to ruin anybody's hobby, but I think there's definitely some tweaks that I can make to it. Yes. Um, for for Spring to Marvel. So yeah, I'll be using the next two as a bit of experimentation to try some different bits and pieces out. Excellent. Feeling quite comfortable knowing what I know. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to a couple more events. It's literally every weekend between now and then I've got either an event or a, a personal event. So um, busy times, definitely. Yeah, I don't know how you can get so many events. I think I'd uh, get kicked out of the house if I went to one before uh, I sprung into Marvel, like the weekend before. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've got quite lucky with them at the moment. I think I'm still kind of cashing in from uh <laughs> from COVID. Being at, COVID, yeah, being at home switching covid so um, long may it continue well i've got four is it four weeks until spring into marvel it's about three that. weekends there's only three weekends left three weekends to decide what i'm taking i think it's going to be asgard but i don't know yet you'll make it up on the last day i don't think well the only releases we might have before then will be shield and uh Daredevil, but I don't know. I've Shadow, yeah. seen they're being pushed back until April, from what I've seen. Yeah, so I don't know whether they'll be out that weekend, whether the weekend before. It's going to be in and around that time. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get anything else. So, um, yeah, who who knows what's going to happen? We do have a. There's a mini extravaganza. Yeah. I don't remember when that is. It's going to be in... I've got it saved here somewhere. Uh, June 2022. Yeah. Round three. Coming this summer. Okay, so I'm looking forward to see what happens in June. I don't know whether we won't see anything between now and June or whether we're going to get anything before then. It's um, definitely quiet at the minute. Like The fact that Elektra and um, Daredevil and Nick Fury was meant to be out in March and it's been delayed and we've seen nothing else at all like to wait until June before we actually see anything else is an even longer wait like, yeah I, I would assume we will get something between now and then but June will be a a big reveal of of a, another wave so I'm expecting between now and then maybe one or two couple of extra boxes yeah, yeah spoiled but I think June will be the type of thing where you get your little video and your um, maybe the Fantastic Four, four yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe it's the Asgard. Maybe it's something different. Um, who knows? But that does does feel like there, there's something coming at that point. Yeah, but we shall see. Um, indeed. So thank you very much, everybody, for sticking with us. I know there's been a, a bit of a long one, but um, it's been great to have both of us actually getting four games in on a, an event, um, which hopefully will be another one in a couple of weeks' time um, to cover the ProTech games. Um, and then the next one will more than likely cover a very lightly Scotland and um, the Spring into Marvel. Yes, we're going to need a six-part episode for that, I think. Seven rounds Probably. each. <laughs> God. Um, big shout out to our sponsors um, Bearded Car Trader so um, not only are they a great place to have an event they are also a great shop to buy your Marvel Crisis Protocol purchases and any other card games that you can think of so go check them out at thebeardedcardtrader.com so thank you very much and until next time goodbye see you later